What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick Em. It is Monday, August 28th, 2023, and I am elated to come on and talk with all of you beautiful, wonderful people in the industry. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. I know that we did not have a show on Friday. I had a family situation, so I was unable to uh, come on. And so listen, folks, I, I will tell anybody family's important. And, um, you know, so anything you can do to make sure you're there for your family and support your family uh, in their time of need, uh, please do that. You uh, you you don't want to live with, with any regrets. And so um, I, I'm an advocate of making sure that um, you're, you're available to your family, whatever you can be there, understanding that, hey, if things get rough, there's oftentimes nothing you can actually do, uh, nothing you can actually do. But being there by their side, I think, is, is very important. And I think, uh, you know, the fact they know you're there it shows that you care. Uh, you may not you may not ever really be able to truly improve or change the outcome all the time. But uh, being available is a big deal. And so uh, I wanted to do that last week, had a little emergency. But um, so, yeah, wanted to do that. Uh, we're going to off with winning words of wisdom and also for those of you the prop shop i did leave a message in there uh i'm going to be active this week but i'm not going to be as active um you know like i said just want to make sure I'm, I'm available uh if anything goes sideways so um so yeah thank you guys for your understanding thank you guys for hanging in there with me with the show last week like i said i know we missed today we're back on this week and then in terms of winning words of wisdom let's we're going to scrap winning words of wisdom today this is going to be more of an announcement so okay it's kind of sucky it's kind of sucky news but that's okay like we're going to continue to, to grind here but this is our last week of take your pick so our last show for take your pick for right now will be on this coming thursday uh so this thursday will be our last edition right now uh, for the season for take your pick them but uh no big deal we're going to keep rolling along we're still going to be in the prop shop we'll be on nfl shows uh all season so i i will be around providing content obviously but i did want to put that out there and uh in the theme of winning words of wisdom that's not going to get me down we're going to keep pushing forward we're going to keep trying to make sure I, we can help as many people as possible and keep spreading positivity and keep trying to encourage people and help them to, to be better versions of themselves and make a little money along the way. So let's hop right in. We'll go over our recap. Last, our last recap is going to come from Thursday. I don't ever want to miss that because we want to make sure we're being accountable to our viewers. On the month, we are 32, 26, and 1. And uh, last week, as we closed out my last day, we, we won Mr. Williamson at 15 and a half pitching outs. We wanted less than that projection. He was able to go over against Arizona. Interestingly enough, we wanted Pablo Lopez at 33 and a half fantasy points. We wanted more than that projection. Uh, he was under it. had a rough day at Texas. We knew Texas was a tough offense, and it definitely showed in that outing. We had Merrill Kelly at 35 and a half fantasy points. He was facing the Cincinnati Reds. We wanted more than 35 and a half fantasy points. And uh, he was able to eclipse that. So one and two. But what we're going to look to do today is we're going to try to make sure we can get. Let's see. The last show is Thursday. My goal is my goal is to get three sweeps out of these last four. We get three sweeps. I think we'll close out this uh, this particular segment or this particular show for this season uh, on a high note. So let's do that. 
We're going to continue to push forward. And first up, we are going to go with the hitter prop today. This one is only going to be on uh, prize picks. I was hoping Underdog was going to give us something and didn't give it to us. But I do like this particular uh, option today. So we've got Michael Kopech on the mound. And Michael Kopech, I know he's kind of been a mixed bag, but I definitely think he's an attackable I definitely think he's an attackable pitcher, and we want to attack him today with Cedric Mullins. We've got Cedric Mullins coming in at one and a half hits, runs, and total bases. I actually think it's a really good opportunity for us because Cedric Mullins should have tons of RBI potential. Now, I'm not saying he's going to drive in 30 runs or anything like that, but he's got Austin Hayes ahead of him, projected. Ryan O'Hearn, Mount Castle, Santana. At, at some point, someone should be on base. And if the bottom of this lineup can get going, we also understand that Cedric Mullins, uh, if he gets a hit, then he, he does have an option for someone to drive him home as well. So I think at one and a half against Michael Kopech, who I know, you know, we've seen him once again be a mixed bag of pitching. He's at four strikeouts today. Obviously, we're not going. I'm not going to use any Kopech. Uh, opportunities today but we've looked over the past 30 days and even over the season he's had a huge walks problem and then he's also had a uh, a, a very low strikeouts in general over the past month 14 percent 13 percent to lefties 14 percent to righties and we've got Cedric Mullins sitting here at uh at a 202 ISO 338 WOBA and a 22% K rate, 9% walk rate. Even if Mullins takes a walk in this situation, that won't that won't count for a hit or an RBI, but he will have some run scoring potential. I just think there's there's going to be several opportunities. This team is on, uh, at home today, so you know, in in the uh, uh, in in his home stadium, I think he's going to have some opportunities. Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for joining, man. That part, top shot picks. Uh, thank you guys. And then, uh, oh, yeah, my, my Yahoo uh, name should be Chief Justice 06. I, I pretty much have it standard across the board. DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo, they, sh they should all be the same, uh, uh, that part. They, they should all be the same. So, yeah, I do like Mullis today. I want to have uh, hits, runs, RBIs. I think this just gives us a fair amount of opportunities. Like I said, he may he may walk one or two at-bats, but I still think he's got, he's got an opportunity for uh for a big time run score potential and driving in rbi so i'm hoping he can get that hit and run or hit an rbi uh in his first at bat and then we're, we're, it's smooth sailing uh from there on out so once again uh what we want to attack we've got cedric mullins one and a half hits runs and rbis we're attacking michael kopech today and we want to make sure that uh that we stick there all right we're going to do another one here uh, and this one is this one is also only on prize picks. I'm telling you, I, I'm very shocked because usually I can get some good stuff on underdog most days, but they just didn't have these particular props. So we're going out. We're going to Toronto. We've got uh, Kevin Gosman facing the Toronto. Uh, Kevin Gosman facing the Washington Nationals. And if you've been in the prop shop, we are uh, we are definitely on. Uh, Kevin Gaussman in terms of more than six and a half strikeouts. So at least I was this morning. I know uh, Mr. Papa Giorgio as well, I think was on more than six and a half and probably a host of others. Uh, I haven't been in the shop like all day today. I, I know I was in there a little bit this morning, um, but uh, guys, we are on six and a half strikeouts, but also we've got 19 pitching outs today. And that's on, that's on mm -hmm. prize picks. Now look, 
there could be some backfire here, but one of the things I've understood is that Washington has been a problematic team. They've been a pesky team. They've been a low strikeout team, right? And so as a result, uh, they have been able to, you know, run up some pitch counts or some pitches here and there. And so with Gaussman at uh, 19 pitching, I was one of the things that I've seen over the past 30 days, the strikeouts have come down a little bit, especially the lefties. Still 27% the righties, 21% the lefties, 24% overall. Only a 6% walk rate, 3% the lefties, 9.1% to righties. But when you look at Washington, they're not going to walk a lot, but they're not striking out a ton. This team wants to put the ball in play. Now, they're not hitting uh, the home run ball. It's, it's not necessarily a home run power because, as you can see, nobody in this lineup has a, has an isolated power uh, uh, numerical quantification over 200. So nobody's over 200. I know I said numerical quantification. I had two words in my head, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, no one's over 200. So I'm not really expecting a home run ball, but what you can look at at the top of this lineup, these guys are, are getting on base at a pretty nice, nice rate here. 337 for uh, Abrams, 317 for Lane Thomas, 322 for Joy Manessis, 310 for Ruiz, 322 for Dominic Smith. So as a result of these guys can kind of stick where they are and not strike out a ton, they should be able to, uh, to to get to Gausman here. Now, I'm not saying Gausman isn't going to get his strikeouts. I'm saying perhaps they can run the pitch count up on him enough to where he's, he doesn't come out for that seventh inning. And that's basically what we're looking for at 19 pitching out. So we're saying, hey, Gausman, come out, get the strikeouts, do your thing, and be somewhat inefficient down the stretch and maybe finish that sixth inning in the mid-90-ish pitches range or close to 100. And I think we're looking good. Uh, so once again, I, I do like this opportunity because, like I said, Washington has been pesky. Now, look, I looked up the numbers, obviously. They're not hitting uh, the splitter well. It's also very limited at bats, but, but look at this. I mean, the splitter – so the strikeout should be there. Uh, not hitting the splitter hardly any. I mean, so Galvin should be able to mow this team down with the splitter, but I'm also hoping that they're patient enough uh, and, and, and can continue to put the ball in play a little bit and uh, and put, put Galvin in maybe a jam or two. I know some people have the uh, the fantasy points projection as well, probably in the prop shop. So I'm not wishing your demise. I'm not saying I want Washington to score a bunch of runs. I want Kevin Gausman to pile up the strikeouts, just do it in six innings, and uh, and and Washington not score a lot of runs. And I think we'll be we will be okay. Uh, that part does have a question here. He said, "What are uh, what are Yelich's numbers?" Yeah, let's look at that. Uh, since since we're here, let's look at that. He's facing. Um, let's see. Who is Yelich facing today? Tyon, correct. Tyon has struggled with lefties, and this is something uh, I know Butter JC, man, boy, he was a little frustrated last week in the shop because Tyon has struggled with lefties on the season and just went out against Detroit. And I think he, he struck out the side, and I think he was striking out lefties. It just it happened, just baseball. But but overall, he has he has has not uh, had more strikeouts to righties than lefties. So, so lefties is only at 18% of the season. He will see some lefties. I definitely think Yelich looks good today. That part, uh, 20% K rate. He was right on the fence for me, actually, because he is at eight fantasy points on uh, on prize picks. And so I did look at that. I decided to pass on it because I found someone better. But, uh, but yeah, to answer your question, I think Yelich is good today. Uh, 389 Woba, too, which is nice. Only a 20% K rate, 11.9% walk rate. Should definitely give Tyon some problems. And uh, they are playing in Chicago, but the weather isn't anything crazy. So I, th I think he's good there. All right, we're going to move to my last play of the day. It's another hitter prop. I just think this one, this one's very juicy for me, folks. 
And we're going out. It's Texas. They're facing the Mets. We've got Tyler McGill on the mound. And look, I'm not worried about Tyler McGill. He he's been struggling most of the season. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna pitch him down the stretch. Man, Corey Seager, 17 percent K rate, 462 over 330 ISO, 11.4 percent K rate. Uh, Corey Seager sitting at an eight. Fantasy point projection on price fix. He is 10 on underdog. I did check that. Underdog does have the fantasy points available. Uh, their scoring is slightly different, but I am still leaning price fix here at eight fantasy points. Uh, I, I think Corey Seager has a shot at the home at the home run ball right out of the gate. And if not, I think he's got a shot to drive Marcus Simeon in early. I think he's got a shot to, to have a multi-hit game here. And what we need are guys on the base pass when he comes up. Either way, if he can get the home run ball for us early, we won't have to worry about it. But at eight fantasy points, basically what we're saying is, hey, can Corey Seager, can, can he get a single at three points? Yes, he can. Can he steal a base and get the five points? Yes, he can. If he does that, he's already, right, at the eight fantasy points for the push. And then can he also get a run? And I think that's advantageous. Here's another way to look at it. Can Corey Seager drive Marcus Simeon home early in this game, right, or, or on the wraparound. Can, anything can happen, but I'm saying the, the point I'm trying to make here is I think Corey Seeker has multiple options, multiple ways to get there today at eight fantasy points, and he can also hit the home run ball. This 330 ISO and the 462 Woba, he should be on base, and I know a lot of times I joke with a couple of my friends. Every time I see them hop on a hitter prop, they go 0 for 4. That's how it works. It is what it is, but this is – this is a really good spot for him. When you look at what Tyler McGill is throwing, uh, you will see here early he's throwing a whole lot of fastballs. Don't look now. Corey Seager's going to match the fastball. 301 ISO, 397, over 23% K rate, 12% walk rate. Corey Seager's going to be just fine in this spot. And so once again, at eight fantasy points, facing Tyler McGill today, I want more than that projection. All right, folks, we're going to go over our recap. And then we'll get you out of here. Parting is such we sorrow. Don't forget, and I will just kind of announce this every day. This is our last week for Take Your Pick'em. Last show will be this Thursday, and then we'll go into football season uh, with a bang. I'll still be on the Blitz show, which is, I mean, one of my favorites. I love hopping on the Blitz with Cardi and, uh, and AD. That's Alex Dunlap, for those of you that don't know, and being able to try to help you guys uh, uh, pick some winners there and kind of craft some lineups go over some strategy. I love that show. Uh, still, I'm still, we're still going to have our podcast here, Food for Thought, with my boy Justin Carlucci. And then maybe I'll be on some Sunday stuff as well. So I will be around. Don't you worry. And uh, we're going to continue to try to crank out really good content for all of you beautiful people. So at the top, we're going with the hitter prop. We want uh, Mr. Mullins facing Mr. Kopech at one and a half hits, hits, runs, RBIs. We want more than that projection. We've got Mr. Gaussman at 19 pitching outs. We want less than that projection. And then we've got Corey Seager. And all of these are on prize picks. I can only get one uh, on underdog today. And that was at a slightly elevated uh, uh, fantasy point projection. But we've got Corey Seager at eight fantasy points. We want more than that projection. Folks, I'm Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining, everybody.